dope out your vein <laughs> Nigga, stop and hope in your brain. You will never, never. get anywhere <laughs> smoking the pipe. Never. <laughs> you want to get your lesson, you want to be smart in school. <laughs> get away from the drugs. Get, get away from the in crowd. <laughs> get a close to God. <laughs> and that's what we want you to do as we come back into a new year. Get a close to God. Welcome to another episode, a brand new episode, the first episode of 2023 of the GSL Podcast. <clears throat> My name is Joshua. Rogers. I am Brian here. And this is a brand new, the first episode of 2023 of your favorite podcast with your favorite friendly neighborhood Casa Negros. Brian. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Before I ask you how you're doing, okay. we're here to talk about all the things. So that is the first been a while. <laughs> that is the perils, the phrases, the productivity, and the, <laughs> and the pomp, and, pomp and circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing called life out. Brian, how are you? Man, it's a great day to be black. Always. It looks like it. Don't I see a skyline that's not see, in Atlanta. See how I'm living? See how I'm living? You're living a good life. I am. I'm in I'm in the great I'm one of my favorite American cities. Okay, and what is I'm that? New Orleans, Louisiana. Ooh, Nola, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Home of, oh, I need to pay big I'm big freedom might be a song of the week. Ooh, okay. That might be that. Okay. okay. I'm about to explode. Take off your clothes. Then it don't know. It'll let you go. I can play anything. Let me find freedom before I leave. I love freedom. I do love big freedom. I love freedom. God bless her and her ministry. So how have you been over the break? It's been a while. We talked to the people. Do we know how to do our job? Do we know how to do podcasting still? You know, I don't know. I messed up the intro. We're going to find out tonight. We're going to find out. Find out tonight. Hold it to our head. And then on top of that. I just uh-huh. got off Bourbon Street. We had dinner. Okay. And some things. And anybody that's been in Louisiana, dinner New Orleans, and Louisiana, things? you know what happens. Dinner and some things. On bourbon. Is marijuana legal in. Or, it, I don't know marijuana? if it's legal, but. Oh, you, you were doing marijuana? Mary I, wasn't, Jane? I, wasn't, I wasn't doing the Mary Jane. Oh. I wasn't doing the Mary Jane. I'm in love with Mary Jane. Sing the song. <laughs> He's my main thing. <laughs> she makes me feel all right. Yes. She makes my heart sing. Let me get mm-hmm. my chamois. And it's been three weeks. Sing. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> he comes with no surprise. Turns me on with a love. Takes me to paradise. This might be a whole musical tonight. Uh, I feel good. Uh, I, do you love me, Mary Jane? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh do you? You said you didn't smoke no Mary Jane. So what was you doing? You know, um, just consuming the, you know, libations. Mm, so you was over there participating in the Lord's reception. <laughs> and he's a good God. And he's a mighty good God. And he's a mighty good God. Mighty good I'm God. back to my hotel safe and sound. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. these dangerous highways you and didn't, you didn't walk. You didn't walk in the world, did you? I walked. Okay, you know, I know which doctors be out there. I just want you to be oh, safe. Okay, so speak. So okay, so okay, I'm, I'm here for a work retreat. Okay, and uh, so we're here for a work retreat, and the, our supervisor said, well, "Guess what we set up for y'all? Oh, we set God. up in the corner of the restaurant tonight. We're gonna have a person that's gonna do your tarot cards." And da, 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 I said, "The devil is a liar." You know, we got a couple believers on the team, so we stepped back and said, "That that devil is a lie." A big lie. Read and my he was able to read them, them, them cards, and they were just listening. 
Mm-mm. We don't play with that. We don't play with demons over here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Get in the word of God. <laughs> it's the word of God. The only infallible with word of God. Ooh, this got my name engraved in them. That's before I was official brother, Joshua Rogers. Pastor Rogers gifted me this a Tups and Chain reference Bible. It got a Concordian Synod in it. Well, you know, black people, we gonna add letters. Concordian Synod. Now, you know in, 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 in 2023, the Bring back the real Bible. Bring the real Bible back to church. You start bringing your Bible to church. I'm gonna start bringing my Bible to church. And I'm gonna start highlighting. I might, I might start doing that too. I'm gonna bring. My, I'm gonna be saved. I'm gonna be saved this year. Saved by His power divine. I'm saved mm-hmm. with new life. You said well, it's sublime, sublime. Because you know I like to say supply. Like <laughs> now it's sweet and my joy is complete. Cause why? I'm <laughs> Not you holding your Bible like that. <laughs> That's what you say. Hold your Bible. Hold it like this. Listen, when you when you see when you single and you want to be saved, <laughs> you sleep with your Bible like that. Right. You put a lockbox on my papers, okay? <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna next time we do photos, let's do a good churchy shot. Okay. <laughs> do a good churchy shot. I'm gonna give me so, a skinny bow tie like Bishop Charles Harrison Mason. <laughs> So that when it's when it's Easter Sunday or Easter week, yeah, we'll do a churchy episode. We can have a good oh, yeah. churchy picture on the flyer. Can like we do that. one in front of Grady? <laughs> Grady, and just, yeah, just have the words. Is that we could do a TikTok voiceover? You over yonder in the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> and just point to Grady. <laughs> yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, we need to have a good a good what our collars on. Get <laughs> out of church. Let me tell you something. I put that collar on for Pastor Rogers' funeral. And when I tell you, I was begging for dear life the entire two and a half hours. Of that Bondage. That thing is not comfortable. And this that, neck that got all thick. <laughs> that yoke around your neck. I said, you, y'all can have this piece of plastic. Get away from me with this. Get away from me with this. Oh, oh God. How was your Christmas? So how was your Christmas? Oh, okay. So um, how was Christmas? So you know we hosted. I think I told y'all that. Mm. It was cool. My grandma came here and baked her little 96-year-old heart. For those who don't know, that's my granny. That's my granny. <laughs> that was on her 90th birthday party. <laughs> but she you know, she's still good. She got money <laughs> on her on her on her shirt. Um, but no, so yeah, she came and she baked and my grandmother, like, she finds joy in that kind of stuff, helping out. Mm-hmm. So she, like, picked greens, and she did the sweet potatoes. And, brother, she did the homemade caramel cake, mm-hmm. double layer. That joint was gone. I had mm-hmm. to, like, literally cut several slices and put in the refrigerator so niggas wouldn't eat my entire cake. Like, mm. And it was from, like, I, I again, watched her do the caramel and stuff. Um, my mom did a lot of cooking. Um, we did a lot of food, bro. Um about twenty some people at the house. It was cool. Christmas was cool. I got what I wanted. Um, I got a well. I actually wasn't intend to do this, but I was at a work event. Mm-hmm. I got Ooh. a Gucci bag. Oh, for Christmas, you're a bad one. All right, I'm a bad bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what I'm. One of the things I'm most excited about, though. I got a popo. Mm. Oh, this I, I got those for work. Okay, yeah. So the digital, you know, you so you know what they are the digital. Yeah. Um, Business card. What is a business card? But I got the mm-hmm. premium pack. So I got the wristband. Mm-hmm. I got the the card. The card. Mm-hmm. And I got the phone thing. 
Oh, okay. So I got all three. So no. So mm-hmm. like today, I was at a work event and I had on bracelets. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna wear brand. So I bought, I brought my business card, mm-hmm. and then um, I guess I do the phone thing at some point eventually. But I really love that. I guess my profile stuff. So Christmas was great. Mm-hmm. Um, boys was happy. Ash was happy. Mom and dad, siblings were happy. Uh, Facetime my sister. They did like a Christmas the Friday after because my parents mm-hmm. came here. So I Facetime into that little event. And um, it was cool. It was cool. I got my Christmas trees are still up. I was just about to ask that. Both of them. The one in my office, I'm looking dead at it. And then there's <laughs> one in the living room that is still. It actually about that big country nine foot tree that's in my house. We have a nine foot <laughs> tree with ten foot ceilings. So oh imagine <laughs> that thing is smacking right. the ceiling. <laughs> um, but no, Christmas was great. Christmas was great. How about for you? Uh, great. Uh, we had you was in Virginia, right? We were in Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, like I said, we're trying to create new traditions. Um, I wanted Brooklyn to have the experience of waking up and uh, and walking down and seeing stuff under the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So she did mm-hmm. have the experience. We had Christmas on the Thursday prior to Christmas in Georgia. Okay. Um, my mom came over. My mom brought her gifts and stuff like that. So she had the Christmas experience. I uh, did some Christmas things Wednesday night um, prior to that Thursday we did in Georgia. Then that same day on that Thursday um we drove up to virginia had a great time in virginia okay um, of course brooklyn spoiled so she got all kind of stuff um our christmas trees are down um mm-hmm. uh lauren took all the ornaments off of it once she took the ornaments off then i well one of my days off i um i took it up put, put the trees back up in the attic so um we it doesn't look like christmas anymore in our house um so uh it, in years past our christmas trees had stayed up until like march so we, mm-hmm. the Lord did a mighty work on us this year. So here's the thing. So mm-hmm. I told Ashley, we take these Christmas trees down in a K weekend. Oh. <laughs> so um, at this point, let's just hope that they're down by, by, by Valentine. Yeah. That's all if, I can promise. If not, just put some hearts not, on it. I'm going to put some red on it. I'm just going <laughs> to change the ornaments out. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this is a love, love tree. tree. <laughs> this is a love tree. <laughs> Love, mm. so many things I've got to tell you. Yes, but I'm afraid of. Oh, but speaking of, don't know how. Yep. Yeah, but there's a possibility you you look at me and be love. love. Ever since the first moment I spoke your mind, from then on I knew that by you being in my life, think. Two things. Destin. Okay. I got to, things keep coming to my brain. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. bringing things to my memories. One, I'm a little raspy tonight, and it made mm-hmm. me think through. Somehow, West Angeles popped up in my Instagram algorithm. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you where I'm going. Okay, go for it. That oldest son did not. Did, they should have just did a pastoral search. Oh, for the um, bit of uh, Blake Jr. <clears throat> Charles Harrison Jr. He is yeah. terrible. Yeah, he ain't got He's it. going to record and say he is terrible. And then they let Bishop Charles Blake preach one Sunday. Mm. When I tell you the death angel is sitting right on his shoulder, don't, do don't do that, brother. That man, I was like, if he breathes too hard, he gonna fly on up out of here. <laughs> Bishop Blake is that man aged. It was like he was, it was so cool. like it was right. like he was looking like you know older but distinguished, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. boom. Quick. It's like you can see his skeleton. It's like he he aged real quickly. Edward, he's because he probably stopped getting Botox shots. 
<laughs> and that's what it is. All that skin starts settling in in this regular way. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, thinking about the love song, I went down a Drew Hill rabbit hole the last mm-hmm. day. Okay. And I know it's only the 18th day of the year. Okay. But mm-hmm. Beauty by Drew Hill may be in my top five. Wait song. a minute. Mm-hmm. Apple replay because mm-hmm. I played it. <laughs> so good. I kept it on repeat the whole way to the gym and from the gym the last three days. Mm. I'm just in there singing. You hear me? Yeah. That's I a good song. didn't notice you then, but I didn't notice me. And we'll remain passers by till mm-hmm. the next time. We... Now that 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 line actually don't make sense because we didn't notice each other. How was gonna be the next time that we speak because we didn't speak the first time but anyway? Hoping I can make you mine before another man steals your heart. Mm. Once that beauty is mine, everyone That is a song, it's Brian. A, oh, it's a song. Beauty is a freaking. They don't. I know we we maybe need to do a baby on bacon part two because my that is a bring song. Bring back R and B. Bring back real love songs. You want to know what else I've been listening to? Mm. I think I figured out where John Legend really lost it. Oh, we need to do an episode off of just that. We do. So he uh, did get lifted. What's the second album? What's the sophomore With, album? Uh, uh, again is again. Another again or something like that, and then yeah. Evolver. Evolver. But mm-hmm. you know, after that, he did that that love, that, that, love in the future. Uh, uh-uh, that um that pro black album with Common and the Roots. Oh, wake up, Reverend! I've been listening to that thing. <laughs> you like it? Well, I liked it when it came out. Okay, I did, and so I'm gonna t- <laughs> it sounds so cliche, but I pressed some about wake up everybody hit my spirit. I said, I want to hear John Legend sing that <laughs> on MLK Day. <laughs> oh. <man. laughs> I remember that thing. So between Drew Hill and that album, that's the only thing I've been listening to the last three days. <laughs> I was low key. I was low key disappointed in the album for what it was. I thought John Legend and the Roots. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying I was disappointed. Cause I was thinking it was gonna be like new music. Oh, uh, it was a lot of remakes. It was like covers. Let me tell you so, what I was disappointed in. Common. He had several features. That could have been absences. Yeah. I did not enjoy him on that album. And I felt like he just he when he said oh. uh, just just turn just turn on the song and let me just go. And it was like, it, it didn't feel prepared. But I'm gonna tell you one thing that takes me up in glory of the album. He okay. redid Aretha Franklin's "Holy Holy." Mm. That mulatto <laughs> man sang the dog crap out of that song. <laughs> you hear me? Man? I be it's like lying to him. I was in my car just about in tears. I was like, I, I freedom. Remember that I was in segregation and getting free. Listen, he had that march against the American Christian Teigen. Listen, and he married that youngest woman, and career is gone. That's the Bible. What the Bible say? What the Bible say, Brian? How can two walk together unless they agree? And da 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 And it say something in there about being unequally yoked too. Mm-hmm. I, I really need them to break up and him to just be out in these streets. Yes, just and give me some, in and give me some more that adulterous music, all that kind of stuff. Like you know, how like Mary J. She got to be heartbroken to make some good music. I feel like mm-hmm. John Legend needs to be in these streets. Just you didn't like just fine giving dingling to everybody when she was happy. Oh, they are so good. That's a, that's a good song. It's an auntie song. 
yeah. And, and that and um, what's the other one? <laughs> get it started, Megan Burton. Find it in this dance. You got me open, I get floating. So you got Listen, it. Mary J can do no wrong. And I think we're probably going to talk, talk about it later on in the show, I'm sure. Sure. Because uh, Billboard had a list. Um, but Mary J can do no wrong, in my opinion. And really, my one of my favorite Mary J songs is that uh, Seven Days. A Monday, a friend of mine. Oh, I guess yes, 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 I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, so classy. Mm-hmm. Even though it's yeah. talking about like you know a situationship, it's you know they got the dude playing the darn xylophone, whatever he's playing in there, and you know is it Roy Ayers? I want to say it's somebody, somebody on that song. But it's it's real good. I love that that song. It's classic. Mary it's J. classy, Black. Mary J. Okay, all right. So anything else you want to share? Did you go to watch night? I did. And we did, did not actually, wait a minute. Wait, pause. Mm-hmm. Did you actually go to watch tonight, or did you just go to church on the thirty first? Uh, I don't know if any of our church members to listen to this. I'm talking um, about them people. But <laughs> I was so I was the presider on watch night, official watch the, night. Yes, and the niggas ain't want to go. And then dance. They what? Uh, did you lose ba- your anointing, Ryan? A pe- No, 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 no. It wasn't me. <laughs> Because at a at, you know at at a certain time at what five minutes till, mm-hmm. you as the whoever who has the mic, mm-hmm. you supposed to just let the niggas riled mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. 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 When when the clock strike midnight, we supposed to be dancing a fool, ah, yeah, dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. We did not dance in the new year. So I'm scared. I don't know what this year gonna bring. Mega. I don't know, but I had I didn't have a mic at, at New Year. I didn't okay, okay. I, I tried to get them. I I got them. We had a little piece of a dance. I'm okay. not gonna hold you. Okay. But we didn't. We you supposed to you supposed to dance. You supposed to dance into the New Year. Yeah. If you're yeah. dancing in the New Year, you might as well be at home drinking. Well. Hello. Yeah. Well. So we had a Friday night prophetic crossovers that I left early. Mm. Because I had got there at 6.50, bro. I posted out at 7. I was on time on time. Oh, okay. 10 p.m. came, and that man was not even halfway through his sermon. I said, not three hours of my time. Oh, three hours already. Not three hours of my time, and it ain't even watch night? Mm Mm-mm. So I left. Y'all dance at any point in the sermon? No. Whoa. Didn't even dance. So I said that to say, and I'm gonna say this very publicly. We are on a church tour. <laughs> we are in search of a church home. We are You're a free agent. We are spiritually homeless. And <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for a church. We have about five churches on our list that we're gonna visit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So we started this past week with uh Embassy City. Okay. Brian Meadows. How was that? It's really good. Oh, the lights on? It's really good. The lights were on, and they just moved to Powder Springs, and it's five minutes from the house. <laughs> so they moved like to Powder Springs at one point. They were, but they're in John Gray's abandoned building. John Gray's church closed in Atlanta. So the Relentless Atlanta is no longer Relentless Atlanta. I will get into that because I don't do okay. church gossip. I don't do okay. church gossip. Go to read for that. Okay. Never, nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> the building became free. Meadows occupied. <laughs> My God! And, um, so they are high on our list because of proximity, and it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a younger gonna, preacher. Mm-hmm. We're gonna check out Darius. It's just fifty-three minutes from my home. Yeah, no trip. Far. 
Yeah, it's by gonna, close to my house. Yeah, we're gonna not do close, smoky. but it's in my area. We're gonna do smoky. That's literally seven minutes from your house. John's we're not yep. there. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna do this other church we recommended, and it's in Fayetteville. It's forty five minutes from my house. Mm. So like some most of the churches that were recommended, it was like or like we have interest in are like far. So do it's like, have, um, do you um, have one of Mason's churches on your radar? I called your church. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So, not greater. Greater. I was just about to say. I was. I was trying not to say the name, but you just put it <laughs> out <sorry>. there. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so I really, I really enjoy Matthew Brown. Mm-hmm. I do not particularly enjoy the institution that he leads. Got it. And that's my dilemma. Mm-hmm. And I also know, but I also know that if I go over there because of who I am, it is going to be like a, 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 like almost like a Greek rush. <laughs> Everybody yeah. be trying to come to me. <laughs> I literally went to support one of our fraternity brothers to preach, mm-hmm. and they recognized my face beyond the mask. Mm-hmm. And your former. YPWW president called me out, had me stand up, <laughs> and like the whole, you know, Eighth of Cathedral is over there now. So it's like they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh my God, Jackson National!" So I was just like, mm-hmm. "I will be able private. to." Like I would like I told you I was I think I told you this privately that I'm trying to rediscover what ministry means for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wouldn't be a rediscover. That would be a full throttle thrust. <laughs> into ministry yeah um and then i just don't know if i want to go back to like all the pump and circumstances because they are like matt brown does a lot of ceremonial stuff he does he enjoys the the um, and, and i'm not opposed to that but i also know if i become active then i would have to subject myself to all of mm-hmm. that like collars and class a's and i just mm-hmm. i just don't know that i want that so i do think we're going to visit one sunday though okay like just to go because mm-hmm. we're on this tour so Right, and that's gonna be the Sunday. They're gonna give you. They're gonna give you the churchiest. Let me tell you, the choir gonna sing the good song. Let me tell you, you, let me be... tell you this though. Let me tell you this though, Brian. Mm-hmm. When I went, to, when I hit, when I went to go hear Bernard preach, they sang "Change." Walter Hawkins tell me. Change, and Shamra was on lead. Reverend, I lost. You know, I you know I go up for a good Walter Hawkins anyway. I know you love a Walter Hawkins song. <laughs> I told Ash, I said, baby, this is the sound of the church. I said, <laughs> I, said, I, was, I said, I was almost about to join this church today. I was to... Ain't no church for the church of Christ. I ain't going to hold you. We got a Reverend, lot of men. And ain't I'm no church. Ain't no sound of the church. And they was out of church at 1240. Look at God. eleven. And Bernard preached a, a full sermon. Mm. He did. He preached mm-hmm. a full. It was like a solid 40-ish minutes, all to call it everything. So, like, nothing was, I'm going to say it this way. Nothing was shortchanged. Yeah, so like, like hour and 40 minutes, bro. Less than two hours. Greater is only like 20, like 15 ish, 20 minutes from the house. And that's good in Atlanta. That's good. Yes, in Atlanta. Because yeah. like they're in, they're like right by Marietta Square. So from our current home, because we have to take the streets, you mm-hmm. know, it's a bunch of light. So it's taking us about 20 minutes, but still like mm-hmm. it's an easy drive, easy drive. So we can yeah. still be home by like one ish. Anyway, so I don't, I don't, I don't get into my soapbox, Brian. I feel like we have an announcement that's carrying over to twenty twenty three. Okay, what do we want to let the people know about? Oh, oh, okay. Um, yes, yeah, there yes. You go. Okay. Hallelujah. I, I, just, I told you what I've been, what been happening. Hallelujah. I'm trying to bring myself down and get you know all the honest projection. <laughs> um, so 
you know, as always, at the end of the year, the puzzle pieces, we love to give the gifts. Okay. And just like herpes, oh, the gift just keeps on giving. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if that's a good transition. No, because it's not a know. gift. Okay, maybe. Okay, so Chris, okay, I got, I got it. I got it back. So just like the Lord gave us Jesus on Christmas. Okay. The gift keeps on giving. So even though Jesus came in December or really September, whatever people believe. The calendar was December, that's when we're going to celebrate. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't held to December. But he kept on going. And just like that, we gave mm-hmm. y'all a gift. Yeah. Beautiful, wonderful, supernatural gift. Mm-hmm. Right? And yes, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> in, in, in last year. Yes. We gave y'all the green top gift. Okay, build it up. And okay. we said, all you got to do is go on there. Yeah. Put in Jigsaw 22. Mm-hmm. You get 15% off. Oh, yes. Puzzle pieces showed out. Y'all went on yes, there and the bought the things. And they yes, said, yes. guess what? Get another keep one. At it. Get another, another keep, one. Keep on. So even though, and the thing about God, this is how he works. Okay. He may bless us in 22. Okay. But he runs over to the next year. Oh, residual. Overflow. So you, we got the same the same password, the same code at Jigsaw 22 in the 23. Do you see how God does? I stop. Fill my cup till it overflows. So all you gotta do if you want some green top gifts, and, they, and again, it's not just Christmas. It's not just pajamas, green pajamas. It's, they got birthday. They got accessories for all kind of things. Listen, when you when you got the the Burberry shirt on, my and you God. need to buy something for the baby shower to eat the meatballs and the pasta salad and all that my kind God. of stuff, my you God. literally can order the stuff from Green Top Gifts. www.greentopgifts.com. Go on there, put in Jigsaw twenty two, get fifteen percent off. Let them. Sh- know how great the puzzle pieces are and that we support black business shout out to josh's cousin jack rogers. rogers jack yes rogers. there's no white people named jacqueline no you know mom you know my mama told me <laughs> just yesterday she said i listened to your podcast i said okay love. i said okay girl she said now what does this jacqueline woman do <laughs> What? <laughs> and I told her, she said, sitting all it is is paper. She said, I love how y'all young folk just out here just taking y'all ideas and being successful and Listen. all. <laughs> oh, I was inspired. She was inspired. She was trying to she was trying to find out the things. So y'all support. So Robin Rogers support us. So the rest of y'all go support Jacqueline Rogers. It may not be in Target anymore because Christmas is over and it was I was in Target right before Christmas and all her stuff was sold out. So go online, get you some leftover Christmas paper for next year. Stock up, get you some, as Brian said, birthday paper, baby shower paper, mm-hmm. all the kind of papers, all the pajamas, all the shirts, all the things. If you just want a black old white man, I mean, a black uh, old gray man on your shirt in July, you can do that too. Clarence Claus is available all throughout the year. So um, go support. With that being said, let's do next after Brian. Yes. It's time for the song of the week. Yes, I'm gonna do Audible and because we're still in January. Okay. Um, and it's a big month for a lot of folks. So let me let me go to find the song. Okay. And I'm gonna play it. Okay. 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 I'm listening. Here it goes. Mmm. 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 Okay. 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 I'm 
Oh yeah. This is another nasty song. Hopefully, mom wasn't listening to that part of the song. Um, well, but, if she listened to this show, this episode, <laughs> then she's kind of stuck. Listen, but yes. all right. So, Joshua, what do you have right there on your on your shoulder? You know, um, well, we're talking to the public. I have <laughs> what is? I have a cane. Mm-hmm. I have a cane. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And January, a yeah. lot of our Divine Nine organizations, a lot of them, have their Founders Day. A lot of them. Uh, but on it's only Jan- a few that don't. Yeah. Only it's a like few. four. So yeah, five think, of us do and four of us don't. Yeah. You so, want to name the four that don't so we can just yeah. talk about how um, it's Make a sci-fi. Mm-hmm. The wrong uh, side of 1911. Yes. Uh, they waited to the end of the end of the year. Um, yeah. After we came through, that's about right. Um, Alpha Phi Alpha, mm-hmm. Monkey. Um, I think SG Row, Rovember, and then I believe the IOTA somewhere in there. Friends, um, <laughs> they out there somewhere. I don't know. Shouts out to Chance. The only the only IOTA I've ever met. Oh, only met two IOTAs in real life. The only IOTA I know. Bless you, Chancey. We love you. I, I texted him and told him happy founders that when it's when they, I did when they too. Came. I I've did never too. seen more than one IOTA in one place at one time. Me either. Yeah, Except but. when founders they come and they want to <clears> post <throat> some pictures. And I'm like, where'd you find these people? <laughs> <laughs> these are stock photos. <laughs> yeah. So we had J5 <sighs> recently, so I didn't want to, you know. How was your first? To... This was your first J5. How was that? It was it was it was okay. I had I had a great opportunity okay. to spend it. You were there. I was there. It was that there. doesn't mean that I know the experience that you had. Yeah. No, no. So it, it was cool. It was cool. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna say it was cool. Um, the first place we wanted to go to, it was it was packed. Um, and I don't believe in standing in lines. Um, oh, I have a story about that. It came back up tonight, so I have oh, to take okay. that offline. Yeah. Um, I don't really like standing in line, so we went to another spot, which was great. Um, most of my line brothers were there. Yes. By the end of the night, yes. most of the twenty one of us were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and also I got a chance to spend with my my brother brother mm-hmm. um, from another mother who's also my frat brother Joshua uh, Jamal Rogers came out of the house I'm here uh, for the things to spend time with the brothers and we strolled and we shimmied and did all the things we did the um, chants and things yep. we did I was in one place at midnight and a few hours later I was in an airport <laughs> to go spend my founder day weekend with my line at a weekend oh Oh, baby, we had a time in Memphis. We had a, we time. Had a time last night. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, we had a time. We had a time. <laughs> I'm going to just say it like this. One of my line brother's parents is the bartender at the spot that we went to. Oh, Lord, help you. Bless your liver. And all we had to do was temper. Oh, bless your heart. With that being said, understood and accepted, we are going to get into this first episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. Brian, are you ready to get into some? Oh, just so y'all know, y'all know we are. We come back, we do a culture code, which means that the billboard, the bless up, all that is the living room. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, are you ready to get into this good bless up report, this good billboard, this good living room conversation? I do. Let's I do. get into it. All right. 
We're here at the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things, and we <clears throat> we just black people, we just wake up every single day and just make history, right? Black oh, yeah. History Month is not until next month, but young, gifted, and black, <laughs> we make history every day. We just wake up and just look history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, uh, Blessed, we want to shout out or bless up Ronaldo Webb. Uh, and he is the founder and Ronaldo, I believe CEO Ronaldo Black Strong Black Man, Black man. Um, <laughs> Pet Plate. Okay, did y'all get a dog? Did y'all get a dog? I know y'all th- talked about it. No, them dog was expensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay right there at that pop up shop. Go in. <laughs> so, um, so regarding uh, Pet Plate, uh, from the day Ronaldo learned the truth about mass pet food and mm-hmm. how it was made, he had a simple mission. Make better food for dogs so they can live longer, healthier, happier lives with their families. So four years after finding that information out, they actually have delivered over 15 million, that's million, not thousand, 15 million meals and treats to dogs across the U.S. Three ways that they really try to help furry friends out there. One, you want, what you want to do is if you have a furry friend, they, you share your um, information with them, mm-hmm. um, the characteristics of your dog, and Pet Plate would actually craft perfect meals right for the breed of your dog um that they feel that your dog will love in addition to that they want to make sure everyone is aware um that they use human grade ingredients <laughs> that are approved by the usda and USDA <laughs> kitchens um but we've been giving uh dogs Wait human food for maybe it's just late at night they, yeah they feeding dog human what you say <laughs> human grade meaning like the food that they would that humans would eat Okay. <laughs> we've been doing that for years, though. We've been giving dogs scraps. Oh, yeah. We've been giving them collard greens from the table, the cornbread and stuff. Buttermilk, all that. Listen, uh, the food is flash frozen, so it, it keeps in its freshness. Um, it's just like Uber, right? Or DoorDash <laughs> or whatever. Door, is it DoorDash that the people at Postmates? Uber, Grubhub, all that for all your nigga things. dog. Listen, no more shopping, cooking, and cleaning after making food and stuff like that. The meals are actually delivered to your doorstep. And it's on a schedule. So bless up to Ronaldo Webb, who was trying to do all the things for the pets out there. Yeah. Go to petplate.com pet or follow them on IG, petplate mm-hmm. on IG. And, you know, if you have dogs out there, if you're a dog lover, you know, get them the food. Be, let's raise bougie dogs out here. Let's raise bougie dogs out yes, here. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> so that is the bless up report. Bless Didn't up you report. donate your dog? I gave it to my dad. I gave him to my my dad well, for a few reasons. One, because at the time, mm-hmm. well, Lauren doesn't like dogs. Okay. So it just wasn't a great idea to get a dog to begin with. Sure. I wanted one. Sure. I got one anyway. It wasn't really a great idea because Lauren doesn't really like dogs. Um, Brooklyn liked the dog, but she did. he licked her, and then she'd be <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't like that. Um, and then I, I traveled a lot, too, so I had to, like, you know. I couldn't leave him at the house because Lauren wasn't about to walk the dog or care for the dog because she, you know, was a big dog. It's at a Rottweiler. Um, he was a nice dog, mild mannered. He wasn't mean or anything like that, but he was just big, and she was afraid that you know he wouldn't listen to her, even though he would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he liked her, but uh, so I just gave him. My dad really wanted him, so I gave him to my dad. <clears throat> okay. okay. So um, we do have a rest up report. Oh and it's kind of long, but before I get into the rest up, what would Hezekiah Walker say? Tell me, Lyden, we made it during um, a rest <laughs> up. What? What? 
You said what what Hezekiah Walker say, and I can only think of Terry Bin Laden that we made. <laughs> well, these folks ain't make it. Okay. Well, we made it to us. What else would Bin Laden? Oh, uh, <clears throat> I've got a home. There it goes. Gonna tell us what goodbye. You see, I'm gonna fly away. There it goes. We're gonna be caught up Now you're singing in the cane. Big surprise. I'm gonna fly away. I will be free, free. One day, these people are free. Hey, hey, hey. I will Listen. be free, free. One day. One day. Ba-da, ba-da, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, so, um, rest up for some folks. Before I get into the actual rest, we'll probably do some honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> A white journalist. Usually, I was going to do this thing called, you know, name some some background regarding the white person and see if Josh knew who they were. But we already he knew. I knew he would know. I know this. I know this lady. He knows this white lady. So she has went on to glory, um, and then a few others. One, you know, Diamond from Diamond and Silk. I don't, you know, they got a, they black. So I'm giving. She's black. So I'm giving her honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um. Grandma Holla, she's an Instagram and TikTok. Um, she's known for on the socials cussing and talking about sex and stuff like that. So bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless uh, us but, both. Uh, the official rest of the report, uh, we're gonna it's a long one. We've been around for a while. So. Wait a minute. Before we do that, hmm. I, I know Barbara's white, mm-hmm. but let's sit there for a minute. She's a okay. legend. She is. A uh, journalist par excellence. You know, I'm mm-hmm. a you know, I try to You're be a journalist in the streets. Mm-hmm. I try to be. And you know what? One thing I love Barbara for mm-hmm. is when she asked him Kardashian. She said, "What do you do? <laughs> what do you, you don't do? sing. You don't act. You have no talent. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you do?" And it was things like that. You know, real shade don't have to be identified. It can mm. just be present. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate Barbara for blazing trails. Even as, you know, we may not have always agreed with her politics and everything that she did. But mm-hmm. we appreciate Barbara for blazing the trails and being unapologetic of who she was and being a true journalist. You know, in, 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 in the days of these like TMZs and these, you know, YouTube and Instagram bloggers and journalists, we had true journalism rested right there in that mm-hmm. lily white woman. So mm-hmm. rest up to she's up with Leslie Jones, you know. Leslie Jones, yeah, Leslie, you know the white man who died. Oh yes, you're yeah, right. Leslie okay. Jones, yeah, they, they, Leslie Jones. I'm talking about talking about Leslie the um the black no, woman, comedian. No, no, is is not, her name Leslie Jones? Not her. No. I think her name Leslie Jones too. <laughs> but not okay. her. Okay. We talking about the little white man. They up there mm-hmm. on the banners of heaven. Giggling, giggling like little school, like little white school girls <laughs> watching, keeping watch, watch by night of who's coming on over into the glory. So mm. I just wanted to do that, Barbara. Oh, I had a dream that I was taking off all the black panties, <laughs> putting on the white panties. Go ahead, Brian. That was a wild church. That is a wild church. We were full fledged members of that church, right? I, I, the Lord said, if you, you know, I, I was in, the Lord showed me that, you know, you can lose weight. So I want you to come to this altar and just roll and I, and the weight would just fall off. And, I remember that. And I was presiding. 
at that moment. Oh, Nick, and then you, you the nigga that said lay aside every every because I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> there was nothing left to say. And what did y'all niggas do? Y'all went went uh, up. <laughs> So it worked. Amen. <laughs> On to the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the rest of. So the real rest of the report. Uh, first off, foremost, uh, Fred White, uh, American musician and songwriter. Uh, he was actually a member, early member of the uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful band, Earth, Wind, and Fire. If you had it for Earth, Wind, and Fire, most of these mm-hmm. black HBCU and high school bands wouldn't have had no, no songs music to play. To play. <laughs> the elements had has these black bands in a choke hold. Um, but Fred White, uh, he played the drums. Uh, he was also drummer for Donny Hathaway. His oh, brothers, uh, Maurice, who who's already gone into glory, and Verdine, um, the bass player for the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, yeah, so he is a brother. He is an originator of, uh, original member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Went on to glory. Uh, so um, rest up to Fred White. Yes. Uh, next, we do have in, in the beginning of the year, it started out kind of hot. Um, hot. <laughs> listen, Edson Arantes do Nascimento, better known as Pele. You see, see, the Brazilians are black. Maybe have a long name. Maybe have a nickname. So I saw this. Brian, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to ask you is that the. Is the don't laugh at this. Okay. It's very serious. Mm-hmm. Is was he Pele Pele the the clothes? No. I just I'm this is I, I am. <laughs> I don't think I know so, it's man. a nigga brand, so I just wanted to. <laughs> that was a nigga brand. And listen, I, I, I had some Pele Pele back in the day. Listen, they uh, Pele Pele and Nietzsche, Ava Rex, and what else was Echo? Boo-boo. Rockaway, Sean Listen, Jean, Sean Jean. <laughs> so he was Listen, not. He was not. I don't think unless they named it after him. Inspired by him, it may have been. I okay. told you, it may have been. I don't know, um, but he passed away. So for those that do, you should know, if you don't know, but if, you know, you but okay. you know, Pele was actually a Brazilian football player, um, um, footballer, soccer. For those that may not know, um, regarded as one of the greatest of all time, he's considered the greatest soccer player of all time. FIFA, which is the governing body over worldwide soccer, basically said he's the most he's the he's the successful player of all time. Um he's the Michael Jordan. Yeah, he is he's Michael Jordan. He's really revolutionized the game. Um the best player on every team for the most part wears the number 10. Um okay. And that's because he made that that number popular. So if you okay. watch the World Cup, which is amazing recently, uh, if you the person that wore the number ten is the best player on the team is because Pele made the number ten popular. Uh, he won three World World um, Cups, which is crazy. He did it in three different decades. Um, All time leading scorer for Brazil. Um, at one point, was the highest paid soccer player, the biggest draw. Anyone that mm. plays soccer has played soccer in the history. Um, points to this man as the goat he was a black man right he's a brazilian we know brazilians are black mm-hmm. right? you're black you're black right you're and black. he was and he was black black so um yeah. there, there was no way he can get around he was a civil rights um he fought for civil rights and things of the nature as well so he wasn't just a star soccer player he was involved called out injustices and things of that nature as well so uh rest up to pele and this one i'm um, finishing up with this one here i'm gonna take my time on this and i'm gonna um because this one was, we're close to the podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we say friend, friend of the podcast, friend in real life. 
Um, and we've said stuff like that to Issa and Tracy Ellis Ross, and we've said it to Quinta Brunston, you know, people who we've never probably have ever had a conversation with in real life. But Lola, Chantrell, yeah. Mitchell. I'm going to say that one more time. Yeah. Lola, Andara. Chantrell, oh, yes. Mitchell. Ooh. Hillcrest Ooh. High's own. Ooh. She'll correct you and say she ain't graduate. <laughs> Better known about the stage name Gangster Boo. Literally friend of the podcast, friend in real life. Josh just text her and see if she's see, say it ain't true. I know it's um, true. A trailblazer for women in the southern hip hop scene. Uh rose to prominence as a member of Three Six Mafia. Um and go delete the choir minds. Right? Keep it. Don't 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 delete number. that number. <laughs> don't delete that number. Um uh, Inquire Minds released in, in, in late nineties. Where them dollars at, which is close to us because where them dollars at was the song that we chose for the song of the week, and it got which, us an interview, which got us the interview, the relationship with Gangster Boo. Um, she gone, so I, I'm gonna throw this one to you to to give your to give your words uh, and however you feel um, fitting tribute for Gangster Boo. I know how much you meant to you, to the culture, to Memphis. Yeah. Um, and Memphis lost another one. So this is a big deal. So I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take over this. Now let me kick a little something about this lady named Boo. Haven't you <laughs> heard of these things that Miss Boo is capable of to do? Get your minds twisted, like some dreads on a Jamaican head, Vicky lingerie, Candace Dipro pedals on the bed, blazing Halloween, concentrating on what's next next. Bet your bottom dollar, make you holler where these bitches at. Come by not your pocket. Don't be stopping working happy, baby. How many niggas get the chance to be in a Mr. Lady? Never not be going. Cause my game is just too big for that. Get still be be watching all these problems. Fat niggas got my back. What you see in me, nigga roll is what I meant to be. Sipping on hen and green, and then your face is when you're trying to cheese. Why you be? Say I'm dogging you out when you be paging me. Never answer the phone, cause your name be on my call ID. I guess you can see I'm kinda crazy in my own ways. Being broke, these ladies got to get paid. Where them dollars at? <laughs> That's the opening verse to where them dollars at. And, um, you know, Brian, I don't really have a lot to say. I, mm. I grew up on Gangsta Boo. I grew up on 3-6 Mafia. And you know how I felt when we finally got the interview. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. We, you I know think, the story of us getting that interview. Oh, we know the, just yeah. the, all the yeah. things. It, it was on brand. Made it oh. so special. And yes. when she got on this podcast and she was so genuine, <laughs> so authentic, so herself, um, I think she shared with us, I'm going to be honest with you, some things that she hasn't shared. Like I listened to her Drink Champs podcast. I listened mm-hmm. to some of her other podcast um, interviews. And she shared some stuff like the origin of her name, which we shared on social media. Mm-hmm. I ain't never heard her really give that out Mm-mm. to nobody. And like it, while it is, <laughs> it is a hilarious story, mm-hmm. um, there was a story that she gave to us. And, and I felt like the question that we asked her about music and her process and mm-hmm. all the different kind of things just really um, intrigued her, made her think. And um, I ain't going to hold you, bro. When Chris sent that message, I was like, stop playing with me. Right. Yeah. yeah. And on, you know, on day one of the year. On day one. And then because I'm from Memphis, I had other people texting me, DMing me, um, kind of confirming what Chris had said. And it was just sad, and um, I will say, I think what makes it so sad 
is that she was getting a second win in her career. Yes, yes. Um, um, she was even though the feature with her Glorilla and Lotto wasn't really like a real feature. She's like talking on the intro. Nevertheless, her name being on that song, mm-hmm. like I'm pretty sure, spiked up her streams on yeah. her music. And from what I understand, she has some really big plans for 2023. And um, she didn't give it to yeah, us. Yeah, blueprint. Yeah, she never released the blueprint. So I, I'm wondering. She if, talked about it on this show. I'm say she that. did. I'm wondering if I know she worked with Drama Boy a lot as a producer. So I'm wondering if they have like, and they can release it. I always struggle with this word, posthumously. Posthumously? Yeah, whatever it is. I know what you're talking um, about, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know she did a, I know she had Sucker Free was the song that she, one of the singles that she dropped that was supposed to be on the album. And what's crazy is, bro, I went back and listened to the interview. She talked, like, she talked about the album. She talked about Sucker Free being a single. And mm-hmm. then later, Sucker Free came out. So we mm-hmm. had, like, the exclusive exclusive. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, and- from that. And I, I want to speak to that for a quick second too about the heart of Gangsta Boo. Yeah. So we reached out to her, um, and I don't know if we got the, we recorded it, but we were you know she would we were talking about like her doing the podcast. Thank you, but thank you for doing the podcast. We were amazing. We were huge fans. And then you know really and then we you know out you know I, I stepped back and allowed Josh to really have the moment because this Memphis thing, and she literally said, "I don't know. I don't really do interviews." Mm-hmm. But it was something about y'all. Something told me, I think it was the Holy Ghost, but something <gasps> told me yes. to do this interview. Yeah. It was something yeah. about y'all, something in my spirit, something about y'all's spirit said, I need to do this interview. Right. And that to me was was just mind blowing. And then after that's when she started doing the Vlads and the the drink champs and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the the verses and like you said, she was getting her flowers that she yes. rightfully deserved. Rightfully deserved, because um, you know she's the queen of the south. There will be no Megan the Stallion. Let me tell you this: without Gangsta Boo, people talk about, and I'm I'm gonna stand on this hill because I'm a fan. People talk about, you know, what I'm saying like Nikki. I mean, not Nikki, Foxy and Kim and mm-hmm. all the women that came from New York, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But literally, what we know as women's rap today would not exist without the blueprint that is Gangsta Boo. Without a doubt, um, you hear her. We talk about this on the podcast. You hear her cadence and a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, and just and like and all the stuff she was did, like pat, popping her pussy, talking about getting head, talking about shooting niggas, going toe to toe, like the mm-hmm. with me. Like Gangsta Boo was doing it unapologetically yep. in the nineties. Yep. Right. And so she literally, you know, I see why she called herself Trailblazer. I see why she called herself the blueprint because she literally laid it out for some of these women um to to really follow. And I'm just so glad that um she was able to feel some of that love before she transitioned out. It was always tragic. Um I want to play just a couple of my favorite verses. I rapped, attempted to anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening verse for them dollars, which is her, you know, her her most famous song. But here are some that you may not know about. She was mm-hmm. featured. These are both features. Okay. She was featured on Project Past Ballers. Mm-hmm. Ballers. We be on that twanky twanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and her verse is just really great. And she kind of follows Project Past formula. So mm-hmm. that's just context. But here we, okay. here we go. I'm just going to give you this. This is one. I'm going to let you hear the whole verse, and then there's another one that I want to play before we move on. We're going to stay okay. here for a while, y'all. Yeah. 
We got to do that. Then she was actually featured with Outcast on one of their popular mm. singles. I'll call before I come. C U M, pretty nasty. Um, and she has a <laughs> solid, solid verse there as well. We just go ahead and press play, and then we can hopefully move on. Let's see what you wanna do with the gangster boo. Let's cut, nigga, nigga, what? I'll cut you too. Coming through in the Escalade, limo tint with shade, purple haze in the ashtray, ready to get a blaze. What's the biz, nigga? Jump on in, relax with a lady with a reputation over sex and niggas to that crazy. What you mean, dog? Tell her to play. I like Buddha Paul. Oh, I come you a game. I'm fucking on you for fun. Join the bandwagon, nigga. It's a gangster boo party. Everybody wanna join. Come and freak with somebody. Riding Jaguars, riding proud laws, all sports cars, kidney strip. With the top down, fuck y'all groupie. You need to be glad you even knew me, do me, and tell all my friends you truly blew me. <sighs> Shout out Lola Mitchell. Like just the, like the bars, it's unapologetic. <laughs> it's just it's in your face. It's hard. The flow, the cadence, the good stuff. Every, and that was at the like at the height of her career in the nineties. Because mm-hmm. again, South Outcast mm-hmm. was coming up. They had to pull on. They wanted to pull on women rappers. And who did they call? They called Gangsta Boo because that's who that's who it was killing it in the South. So, um, anyway, rest up to Lola Mitchell. Her funeral was just this past um, Friday. They actually played the instrumental to where them dollars at as they rolled her body on out. Um, <laughs> there was some drama around some stuff, and we need not mm-hmm. get into that. However, yep. but um, she lived a I want to say full life in terms of really living life. Not mm-hmm. in terms of like age, um, so we want to make sure we, we we honor that, and we'll continue to play her music and honor oh, who yeah. she is. And if people don't want to give her her flowers, um, in rap conversations, at least here on the jigsaw, we can always continue to do it. Oh, without so, a doubt. Without um, a doubt. rest up to everybody. To Pele Pele, to uh, uh, Fred, <laughs> Fred White, White, to um, Barbara, to Hala. Who else was white on there? Who died? It was, uh, Black Diamond. Diamond, oh. silken diamond. Yeah, she was a white woman. Um, to her, <laughs> and then um, to Lola Mitchell. God yes. bless. Rest up. Prayers to the family. Up, rest up. Rest up. All right. Um, that was the rest up. That was a bless up. You ready to get to the billboard? Let's bunny hop on over there. Let's do um, it. So in the billboard, y'all owe Megan the Stallion an apology. Mm. This is my sorry for. 2004 <laughs> and I ain't gonna I'm telling you if he would if he would not have put that year in there uh-huh. that would be a TikTok phenom I'm telling you mm-hmm. young people eat that thing up but anyway yeah. um Meg the Stallion deserves an apology they star Peters aka Tory Lanez the leprechaun with no hairline um was <laughs> found guilty on all three charges for assault and Meg the Stallion the charges include assault with a uh, semi-automatic firearm possession of a concealed weapon uh, unregistered firearm and neglect, um, negligent discharge of a firearm. Um, we remember what all you blacks, particularly you men, LeBron James, 
LeBron James. Mm. Looking at you, brother. I, you know, mm. you do some great things for the community, but you had some subliminal messages of you listening to Tori in your car and telling me, I like his music and blah, 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 blah. Mm. LeBron, that's all I'm going to say. And niggas like you who are even not as subtle with it. Mm-hmm. Out there saying stuff, Drake, we love you, bro. But well, we all mm-hmm. know what that line meant. We know what that line mm-hmm. meant, bro. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of y'all still didn't believe it until that mm-hmm. that, that 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 phone call with Kelsey came out when he was in jail, mm-hmm. and it took all of that just for you to realize this woman, this man, shot this woman. So, yep. um, justice has been served. Um, he has he's doing all he can to try to appeal and um, get everything um, turned back into his favor. And you know, you know what. Prayers up to to Megan, because I know I will say this: she had quite a few inconsistencies in her own story. She did, but what that does not change is the fact that she was assaulted and shot. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't change that fact, you know. Yep. And her sex life seemed to be on trial, but that's not what was on trial, right? right. She could have smashed eight million men if she wanted to. Yep. It does not matter <laughs> that leprechaun shot that woman. Yep. Um. So thank. That um, Daystar is receiving the punishment that he so justly deserves, and um, thankful that Meg can hopefully move on, get back to doing the music and doing what she does best, and that's thriving in her rap career, just thriving because of him being yeah. in general. Um, niggas, 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 niggas can't <laughs> have so last a few maybe last year, year before last, okay, that there was a beach. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, California, that was originally yep. owned by the blacks. And they took their beach back. Bruce's Beach is what mm-hmm. it was. And recently here we found out that they are thinking about what they consider generational wealth. And they sold it back to L.A. County for $20 million. They're going to receive $413,000 annually, annually from L.A. County. Um, back in the day when they first got it, Willa and Charles Bruce paid. Um, $1,225 for the beach. Brian, this yo, mm. this, 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 um, to me, it's disheartening. Uh, and, and uh, it's, it's a situation where like niggas not understanding nothing. Yes. Um, so further, upon yeah. further reading the situation, um, I guess they were saying, well, none of us live in Los Angeles. That was one excuse. So we have excuse. Right. The other one was, well, the the county told us, you know, that there's so many different zoning laws, zoning rules and regulations and blase blase. And I'm like, okay, so the person that wants to buy it from you is the same person who is in control of said zoning laws and whatnot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there and there are certain houses on the beach, the houses alone, not the land, are worth twenty million dollars. So you it, you would have been if you're gonna sell it, you'd have been better off selling it to a private investor yes. or something like that. Yes. Um, and I would have rather you know I would rather I would have just kept it. You know, if four hundred, you're getting four hundred thirteen thousand dollars annually. You're a just year. getting it a year. So I mean, how many people? Right. So think about generational wealth. So I'm just I'm making a number up. So say for instance, there are three three relatives. Okay. Y'all are splitting that four hundred grand a year, so you're making a minimum of one hundred and twenty, hundred twenty five, hundred something thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year with no work, doing nothing. Yep. 
So imagine what you can you do. You don't with live in LA, so that you could be sizable income. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're literally just you're 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 pocketing, regardless what happens at the beginning of the year, end of the year, what happens, you're automatically making four hundred thirteen thousand dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars a person. If you say I'm using three relatives as an example, right? Mm-hmm. You could have been doing that for years. You could have been using that the interest on the land. Like you could have you could have you could have pocketed it. You could have invested that that hundred thousand dollars over over twenty years or whatever amount of time compounding interest. You could have made well over that. Um, it was just, it was a, to me, an example of niggas can't have Nick nothing or niggas thinking about short-term gain, not thinking long-term and also not really considering, imagine if they getting, we, this is a random scenario, but imagine somebody like Jay-Z. Okay. You know, uh, um, a person who understands culture, understands black history, understands all these things. I'm pretty sure Jay-Z, Rock Nation or whatever. Would have paid twenty more than twenty million dollars. Oh, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> Let me tell you this, Brian. I'm not necessarily mad at them for selling the beach mm-hmm. because, again, we talk about real estate in the black mm-hmm. community being an asset for wealth and all mm-hmm. these different types of things. And sometimes, the way to cash in on that wealth is to sell it, right, and to mm-hmm. get the money you know that is worth. And we talk about yeah. a lot of times, don't sell big mama house and stuff like that. Right. But sometimes you maximize the worth that is you know that it has by selling it. Because if you're right. holding on a big mama house and land and not doing nothing with it, right, then you're not maximizing the asset at all. And you know unless right. you're renting it out and things like that. So that's that's one perspective. The other perspective is is that if you really feel like you know what, none of us live in LA, we don't have mm-hmm. capacity. To maintain and to run mm-hmm. it, and this you could have got some type of executor to do that for you. Yep, because I'm sure you were still making money from that beach. Mm-hmm. And then the last option that could have happened, if you just felt like you just had to sell it, hundreds of millions of dollars, mm-hmm. hundreds of millions. That's why. And to your point, Brian, you made an excellent point in private development, because the county likely would not have been able to. It's not that they didn't probably wouldn't have paid you what it was worth. They just, I mean, it's the county. They don't have capacity. Why do you think they're paying you $413 annually? They don't have like a frivolous $20 million to just give out. They like, don't. It, is a, it is a government budget, right? So you would have done better, you know. You know what? You could have land leased it. Mm-hmm. Where you still own the land and developers yep. come in and build stuff and do attractions and stuff like that. There are so many yep. ways that you could have made continual wealth. Yep. On your land, and that yep. like you didn't just own like a, a parcel of land for a house, nigga. You own the beach. Mm-hmm. How big beaches are? Like, <laughs> like think about this. One, say one hotel. One, and, I'm, one, and, let's, and let's just go Holiday Inn. Yeah, not even nothing super fancy. You could have said we're gonna land leases to you. A three year joint too. Right. Give us a million dollars a year. You already are making more than than Bro. that one or thirteen you make. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when I did consulting work, we did a lot of that. Like oh, this is what you do: ground leases. And at minimum, it's so funny you said that. At minimum, they be like a million dollars. That's written into the annual budget. It'd be a minimum of a million dollars a year, where that owner is getting a million dollars just because you sit you building on my property. Yeah. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> and for 33 and say you and most of them around the 30 year mark 30 to 33 yeah. 33 was this weird number that always popped up that's mm-hmm. 33 million dollars in 30 yeah. years mm-hmm. and that's just off one land lease that's not yeah. accounting for everything any other kind of revenue you could have got from owning this beach like and that's still more money than you would have gotten than this 400 some thousand dollars annually 
Yeah, yeah. And and to me, it's like I played yourself, of, man. Yeah, they they did. And to me, it's like the short term. And I'm also one thing like what type of attorneys that you you deal with because land developers, whatever, regardless of what the zoning laws were, a corporation Hilton. Oh yeah, holiday and I, experiences and all kind of stuff. They bro. would have called, or they would have. They they have the high powered attorneys. Whatever yes. those zoning laws were, yes, they would have been able to make a deal and get it done because all gov- all governments want they want revenue. It would have been a PPP, but and this is PPP before we knew it. Going back, let's go to my community development days. Public private partnership. Mm-hmm. So they would have worked with the local government. Yep. A private corporation to create like bro it would have been yeah y'all could have been richer than rich let me yeah. just say it that way and you thought about a, a short-term 20 20 million dollar yeah. cash in to where you probably could have gotten we said minimum million dollars minimum maybe you could have got, got five million a year over you know what I'm saying? like it could have been crazy crazy um and and on top of that like that's history. Like you could have had a landmarker. It could have been all kind of. Yes. Now the, of the, the thing about it is that you can't ever take away that a black family, you know, bought and yeah. owned this beach. But the fact that you was like, oh, we're just gonna do this. And then the thing about again, we're thinking about a hypothetical situation if you split mm-hmm. between three people. What if it's like right. fourteen of y'all that got to split this? That right. four hundred thousand dollars get real skimpy. Now mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. An extra two, three thousand dollars a month, even if that's what it boils down to, is a lot of money for a lot of American families. Mm-hmm. It's an extra unearned income. That is quite a bit of money. But just yep. think about the amount. There's so much more you could have made if you'd have just held out and thought through some other options. Yep. Um, but anyway, that's 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 neither here nor there. I'm I'm really, really, really sad to have heard that, but I ain't Not a Bruce. I ain't a Bruce, and I ain't got no, you know, no, no, no real dog in a fight of how they wanted to sell their land. Speaking of people who are selling stuff, me, me, yellow organics, y'all know. I love y'all. See my hair. Y'all see. Y'all see this natural curl pattern. You know. The, um, <laughs> let me tell y'all this. These headphones make me look crazy. <laughs> okay, I don't. My hair don't be looking a mess. It's just the way these headphones is, and you know, I love my curl and my stuff. When I off this podcast, I'm putting my bonnet on. As soon as this is over. But I use quite a bit. Like, so, Brian, during the Black Friday, uh-huh. woman of God had everything on her website for $6.99. The whole Lord. website. Mm-hmm. Three sh- shipment boxes came to my house of me. My God. Getting. My Lord. <laughs> Reverend, I got a whole um, a whole Christmas bin full of stuff. Because <laughs> I'm just like, when is it going to be $6 again? $6? Nigga, I bought like four bottles of shampoo, four bottles of conditioner, edge control. I don't even use edge control. Um, but you got it. Though. I mean, the mousse, leave in <laughs> shampoo, gels, yeah. hair vitamins, all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Because it was all mm-hmm. $6. Yep. Um, but so, because that was one of the one brand, one brands that I found that really my hair just responded to in this natural right. hair journey. Side note, my hair braider next Friday. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in a later pause. So maybe next week. But anyway, right. um, like my hair responded to it well in terms of like, you know, condition and curl pattern and all the different type of stuff. So anyway, they sold out um to a white company. Um, and you know, it's it really all started with these white girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna say this where it started because deals like this really don't start <clears throat> that way. But these white right. girls talk about using the miel organic oils, and the people on Black Twitter, Twitter start prophesying. And literally, <laughs> like a, a few days later, mm-hmm. 
they sold out to Procter and Gamble is what it was. I and think so. That formula now they are staying on as heads of the company, but I just feel like their product is gonna change. It is. It and is. And I'm gonna stick with them for now. But when I notice it ain't quite curling my hair like it need to curl, <laughs> I got my eye on Pattern Beauty with over there with um what uh. Uh, Tracy Chong. yeah, Tracy yeah. Ellis Ross. I mm. want, I wanted that hair dryer. It's nice, ain't it? But that thing is one hundred and forty dollars. Oh. <laughs> and I said, Tracy, we go. I'm, I'm gonna stick it right there with the one I got. <laughs> like Conair, you got? I, I ain't got no Conair. <laughs> I got a, um, I got a, I got a decent brand. It's one of them Clipper brands. Um, mm. not Bevo. Andis. Uh, and they got an Andis one. And it's good. Okay. They got several detachments and they got a, mm. a coily detachment. So it it mm. gets through this hair. <laughs> it gets through this hair. But um, but yeah, so shout out to uh, shout out to them for the you know what I feel the way I, I feel about Miel the same way we feel about Dion. I'm excited mm. about your come up. Yeah. And what you did. I'm just nervous about what that means for your product and particularly the black and those who trusted your product for their hair. Um, that's 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 all I'm gonna say for that. So hopefully yep. nothing changes. Speaking of people who went in, um, the Golden Globe happened, and you know I'm not even ask Brian did he watch because I know we we don't really watch award shows like that. Sure don't. Um, but we were rooting for everyone black, and some notable blacks who won was Miss. Uh, let me I'm gonna say that for last Zendaya, best performance by an actor in television series. She plays that crackhead for the I didn't watch Euphoria. She Do you does. watch Euphoria, Brian? I, I've seen a couple episodes, but the okay. episodes I've seen to me it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. Yeah, I but, heard it was. I heard it's like, yeah. like especially because they're in high school. I heard it's heavy. Yeah, it's a it's a bit much to handle. But the girl plays. She plays a a drug addict, and it, she does a wonderful job. Okay, okay. Um, and I believe that because I've literally heard no negative comments about her performance. Um, Quinta Bronson, best performance by an actor in television series, musical, or comedy for Abbott Elementary. Tyler James Williams, the fake rapper, um, best supporting actor in a musical, <laughs> comedy, or drama, Abbott Elementary. Cheryl Lee Ralph, best supporting actress in a musical, comedy, or drama for Abbott Elementary. Niecy Nash, best supporting actor in a limited series, Dahmer. And then Eddie Murphy received the Cecil B. DeMille Award, Lifetime Achievement. This is- I'm gonna save this for last, but I do want to get on this. Gerard Carmichael. Oh, he Oof. said, "I ain't gotta host another war show ever in my life. I'm gonna leave it all right here." And I'm gonna say this, Brian, and you blacks might disagree with me, and I don't even care because I'm gonna stand on this hill. It ain't the hill that Terry Crews is on, but I'm gonna stand on this. <laughs> he comes from the school of Dave Chappelle. Oh, just. Making people uncomfortable. Yeah, that kind of uncomfortable satirical comedy. Like he's not Dave Chappelle, but his brand of comedy is in line with that. That kind of truth telling, um, you know, narrative kind of speaking comedy. And I think the blacks was with him until he talked about Nippy. That you know, <laughs> Whitney Houston has a special place at black people. I don't care what kind of drug she was on, care what she did. You don't talk about. <laughs> you you remember that scene in Barbershop when um, Cedric almost started talking about Martin Luther King? Yeah. And they was like, wait a minute, you're going too far. You're going too mm-hmm. far. That's how black people feel about Whitney Houston. You're going to, all right now, you're going That's too far. All right. Uh, and when, but I really feel like his joke when he said, shout out to the hotel that killed Whitney Houston. I really feel like it was a dig at the Beverly Hilton and mm-hmm. not Whitney. Whitney. I just think yeah, I his agree. wording was so poor. Um, because what I gathered from that was 
you know, the Beverly Hilton literally got her body up out of there and went on like business as usual. They just oh, yeah. hotel down. They cleaned their room and been renting it out ever since. Uh, ever um, since. So I feel like that was his dig. So I felt like if you just said something along the lines of like, shout out to the hotel that didn't give a damn about winning Houston. They kept, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kind of throwing a dick because they was at that, you know, in one of those ballrooms. I right. think that would have, the white people would have been still mad, but black would have been like, yup, yup. <laughs> we was with them. We was with them. Right. Um, but but I also feel like Gerard is one type of people that was like, you know what? I'm here. Right. Let's let's do this. What's gonna happen? What's gonna what happen? You, do? you know, you just the worst you can do is not invite me back. And you know, based on what I'm about to say, you probably won't anyway. Um <laughs> so anyway, but last but not least, Angela Bassett. Mm, <laughs> Angela my Lord. Bassett. Ain't she like 65? 65. She is my God, there's no reason that woman should look like that. Best performance not actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. I feel like she's been snubbed several years for um, many acting roles, um, and some of you can, can, some of us can contribute that to her not being in like major blockbuster hits. Um, mm-hmm. But Wakanda Forever is a blockbuster hit for sure. You cannot doubt it. And she played the dog not out of that mama role, and um, I'm hoping that she kind of breaks even more barriers and gets a, an Oscar, like. Mm-hmm. Marvel movies probably have never got an Oscar, but I would love for Angela to be the first one to kind of break that beard, not only as a black woman, but to get an Oscar in that piece. Did have you you we, we talked about Wakanda? So yeah, you saw that. We did, yeah. You saw that, you saw that. Angela did her thing, man. Um, she did her thing. We're gonna move on to other black people who we love. Barack Obama, our forever president, posted his favorite movies of 2022. And he had some good movies on there. He had Woman King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Teal, Top Gun, all great movies. But Wakanda Forever wasn't on there, Brian. Mm. Do you think it was intentional? Do you think he just didn't enjoy it? He said, you know, I've reached, you know, I've done enough for the blacks on this list. <laughs> like, how does that not make, because they ain't putting out movies like they used to. So how does that movie not make your top list? Right, that some movies you just put on there for the culture, and to me, I really enjoyed. It was Wakanda good, Forever. yeah. Like especially I'm just saying that it was black. It was good. It was it was good, and I will say, and I've seen every single Marvel movie, and what Black Panther one and Wakanda Forever only only ones I feel, in my opinion, should be nominated for like Oscars, like mm. because the movies themselves, the the, the content, the acting. All the things, all the things are Oscar worthy, um, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know what Barack was. was he was probably was on that Mary Jane. I don't know. Yeah, we love that. Barack, but you, you you missed on that one, Hussein. Um, so speaking of lists, Rolling Stones did something to us again, Brian. Mm. They they need to put, they need to stop <laughs> making these lists. This is really just clickbait. They really doing this to get us talking. I'm yes. convinced that's really all it is. But anyway, they did a. Oh, gets the people going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they did a 200 greatest singers um, list, and the top 10 is pretty solid. Now, the top 10 can definitely be changed out, but it is pretty solid. So coming mm-hmm. in at number 10 is one of my favorites, Mr. Al Green. Number 9 is Otis Redding. 8 is Beyonce, Giselle Knows Carter. Um, 7 is Stevie Wonder. Um, 6 is Ray Charles. 5, Mariah Carey. Uh, oh, Mariah Carey, not Mariah Carey today. Oh, Holiday. 3 is Sam Cooke. 2 is Whitney Houston. And number 1 is kind of, you know, obvious, Ed. Um, mm-hmm. Richard Franklin. Um, so notable favorites was Richard Benjamin. <laughs> 
Uh, AKA Little Rich was in 11. Prince was at number 16. Marvin Gaye was 20. Mary J. Blige was really high on this list at 25. Um, Luther Van Boss was number 31. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Pretty, I, I love you, baby. But out of the list of 200, to, for her to have been number 40 is pretty high. James mm. Brown, icon. But for you to literally sing like you have Down syndrome is pretty high at 44. <laughs> um, Brandy, he was number one. <laughs> Here's this in context. <laughs> now, y'all know I ain't no big Brandy fan of her, of her actual music. Y'all be talking about Full Moon and all that kind of stuff. Full Moon might as well be a rising star for all I care because I don't get into Brandy's music like that. Aphrodisiac don't do nothing for me. <laughs> mm. But what I cannot deny is the the, the vocal talent mm-hmm. that Brandy Norwood possesses. And for mm-hmm. that black woman to be at 193 <laughs> and Jasmine Mary Magdalene Sullivan to be at 182. Mary Magdalene. Wow, Ozzy Osbourne, because that voice is that voice, Reverend, is biblical, and Ozzy Osbourne is one twelve. Ozzy, Ozzy, a whole like crack phenom, devil worshiper, mm-hmm. is at a hundred and twelve. You telling me Brandy is seven from the bottom? Mm-hmm. But Ozzy Osbourne made it to one twelve. She's cold. Could have been on the list before Ozzy Osbourne made one twelve. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm really trying to figure out the ways in which. Because here's, here, can I give you a very unpopular opinion? Okay. Stevie Wonder was no vocalist. He no no. I don't think he should not have been in the top ten. He shouldn't have been not as a. We talking about vocals? No no, no not so. at all. Al no. Green is great, and you know I love Al Green, but. Mm-hmm. The number 10 vocalist of all time? Nah, nah. And Al, nah. Green, Al Green has a great crooner. I feel like Al Green yeah, he can walk, so Anthony Hamilton them can run, right? But number 10 of all nah. time. And Beyonce. Y'all know I, y'all know I love Beyonce, Giselle knows Carter. Y'all know I do. Uh-oh. Homecoming Uh-oh. had me in a chokehold the other day. I, outside of my Drew Hill bench, I, I tapped the homecoming like, ooh, I don't know if a list of, I'm not going to, she would definitely be in my top 20, possibly my top 10, depending on how <clears> I feel <throat> about the list. But number eight, I don't know. I just, I don't, vocally, and Beyonce, in my opinion, is a vocalist. Oh, yeah, she's a vocalist. Yeah, Renaissance she proved it, if nothing else proved it. And mm-hmm. four, I think she's vocally, <laughs> excuse me, crapping on us. But so I like Beyonce in the top ten. I just I feel you know how sometimes you do your top five, top ten stuff, and certain yeah. people are interchangeable. I mm-hmm. feel like Beyonce is that. It's just I would have to really look at all the singers that I've ever listened to and thought through, and figure out where she lands. So I'm not mad at Beyonce, mm-hmm. um, but again, I, I, Ray, Ray Charles, Otis Redding, again, great singers. But I don't know that I would put them. I wouldn't have put them beyond before. I wouldn't put them before Donny Hathaway, let alone no, no, um, yeah. Jasmine Sullivan and Brandy. Right, right. I guess to me, my thing is, <coughs> I would name singers like Luther Vandross. Okay, yes, he's on there, but he he's he's thirty one. Okay, let's just let's just go with the. He should have been. He should he could replace one of the other men that's on the list for sure. Yeah, 
So marriage obliged is 25. Marriage obliged. You telling me that Mary J. Blige can sing, sing, sing better, sing. not song. Than Vandross sing better. Fred, Mary J. Blige can't, can't sing better than Freddie Jackson. <laughs> Listen, Mary J. Blige is not. A, she's not a vocalist. She makes no, good at, songs at and and never has been. Yeah. So you you give you me telling me Coco Clemens ain't Coco <laughs> Clemens sing better than Mary J. Blige. Mary, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Todd George might say better than Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Literally. Listen, like to me, to me, this, this is laughable. Mahalia Jackson love... ain't in the top 10. Right. I think Mahalia oh, might have been in like the top 20 ish, but what's still. What's her name? The, um, the opera. Um, she she made history as one of the opera singers. Um, Leah Teen Price. When we talk about voices in history, yeah. like top. T- Bro, the range of sing Like, yeah, one of my favorites. I know y'all got to be a holiday. Ella Fitzgerald, the queen of scat, bruh. I, I listen to Ella to this day. <clears throat> yeah, that woman was um, good and dead by the time I was born. <laughs> right. And, and to me, it's it's this. Uh, Rolling Stone just be making up. They just be doing stuff. They just be yeah. doing stuff. The yeah, one thing that, I do appreciate that their top team was all black. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I will agree cool. with that. All right. They don't know what they're doing though. Yeah, because I'm, I think. I'm not again. I'm not mad at their top ten because I feel like vocal appreciation is relative. So everybody right. in the top ten actually is are really they good can singers. sing. They can really sing. They, they can, can really like everybody sing. in the top ten can sing, and they all can sing live, mm-hmm. um, or could sing live because some of them are dead, and then some of them ain't got it no more. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> both I'm, just, I'm just saying. You know, you talk real bad about Mariah a couple episodes ago, but I will admit that the woman of God just said <laughs> she. She ain't got it. What was Dion Warwick on this list? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to during the time. I know time as far as spin, I think, at this point. But I was I what I wanted to do, we probably could have went through like the, the whole 200 and see. Let's 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 pencil this, Brian, and let's get back yeah. to this next week. Okay. Because I also want to one of the things I wanted to do with you, and I'll just say it live on the podcast, is think about mm-hmm. 2023. Do you know 1993 is 30 years ago now? Oh. And I will venture to say, and we can go mm-hmm. through this. I want to get you started, but I got—I went down a rabbit hole. 1993, I will venture to say, has some of the best R&B moments in music history. And I will <laughs> prove it to you next week. When I, okay. when I, when I pull we talk about R&B next week? Bro, first of all, Can We Talk and Week both came out in 1993. <gasps> they, they came out in the same year? Same freaking year. And those are, and, and I think we had this conversation um, I think I texted you offline. Tony Braxton's debut album came out in 1993. Yes. So 93 might be like the year R&B. Bro, I'm, that's why I said I want to push Paul Court. I started looking into it. I'm like. Because can we talk in week R in top tier Negro spiritual? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Let's, let's just. Some yeah, of the, like, um, oh, Whitney's version of um, I Will Always Love You, 93. Bro, if '93 was a year, <laughs> I don't okay, know. So I think, <laughs> bro, we got a '93 might be the R&B year that rap was in '96. Might be. So let's let's okay, put we'll, it. Let's we'll talk about it. that next week. We'll talk about Rolling. We'll go more in depth with Rolling Stone. We just want to let y'all know, Rolling Stone, please stop, please, um, because you're you're just not doing. It. I'm not saying if you had 200 vocalists, Mary J. Blige could have possibly made <clears> the list. Yeah, but at 25, above Luther Vandross. And you put and you put Brandy at one ninety seven. If Brandy made the list, 
and went out and said, what was Monica? Because I enjoy Monica. Monica's not right. a better singer than Brandy, but I enjoy Monica. So what yeah. was Monica? You know Aaliyah was 40. Aaliyah. And that's, that's our, that's, we love her. We love Aaliyah. Ain't, ain't not a chance she's out singing Brandy or Jasmine Sullivan. N- not in the, the clearest of her prime days. When the woman of God was yet on this earth, she in, was in best out. voice. Was She's Anita Baker on the list? Anita um, Baker, I think, was on the list. Okay, Tony Braxton was on the list. Okay. We, had, we had to go through actually go through. Or there some gospel like some up, outside of like the Mahalia Jacksons. Like, was did we get like a Clark sister? Did we get a Yolanda Adams? Did we get a like well, these other things? These yeah, are we'll things. talk about this next week. We'll, we'll go through a little more in depth breakdown. And, of, and the whites, y'all love Jennifer Hudson. What was she? Singing loud, y'all. I mean, Jennifer's loud, but Jennifer sings down. I can't take that from her. She's just loud. Mm-hmm. She's pitchy a lot these days too. Um, but anyway, I won't get into that. I won't get into that because we'll get stuck. Um, <laughs> last but not least on the billboard, best man holiday the final chapters. I really hope these are the final chapters because we don't need any more. Let me tell you, it it shouldn't have took me five episodes to get into this. Really, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I did not enjoy it, but it didn't get like good, good until episode mm-hmm. five. I'm gonna say it like this: if this was a if this was a show that was coming out without movies, I probably would not have watched the whole series. Because mm. you know, I only give episodes. I only give show. I still ain't watched No Fall because I cannot get past that first season. Mm. And y'all keep telling me. Josh, that first season slow, and I'm trying this, my best because I, I gave Ozark a full like season and a half, so I feel like mm-hmm. I can do it for the whites, I can do it for the blacks. I gotta suffer, but like those first like three episodes of Best Man Final Chapter was like, all right, girl, what y'all doing? And then it, <laughs> like, then it like immediately picked up, and you know how I feel about Morris Chestnut. He's Morris a terrible up. actor. <laughs> He's so. <clears throat> he is the Beyonce of acting. He's the male version. Like it's his voice, it's everything. Like he's just not. He's handsome as hell. That's it. The man <laughs> not as bad. Y'all let y'all let him ride the way y'all let Keith Sweat ride R and B because it's there's no talent there. <laughs> there's no <laughs> talent there. <sighs> Brian, you can have yeah. all your thoughts. I don't care. But what did you what did you think about? <laughs> Best man holiday or best man final chapters. I think the biggest takeaway with the word takeaway was the fact of who was the villain between Harper and I was trying to avoid that. And but Robin. Yeah, sure, sure. That they both for me. Villains. Yeah, they both had their their moments. I I don't I don't I, but my thing I don't feel that Robin deserved the slander that she got. Oh no, she definitely did no. not. I think people gave her the slander because of her one moment of taking that baby to Africa. Yeah. But she, before she, that, she was pretty much. I ain't gonna say she was in the clear. She was perfect, but I feel like if you take that moment away, you wouldn't really have all these arguments about Robin. Mm-mm. Like to me, you can't be like, "Oh, well, she shouldn't have married him to begin with." Oh, she thought she can change him. Like, no. Like, when sometimes people don't understand. Like, when you're in love with somebody, right? There are some things that maybe you may miss, or you may feel like, "Oh, well, this may be this moment." You know, maturity may set in all those kind of things. And she may have felt over the time that maturity may set in. Harper may be, you know, may, may progress, may get better. Yep. And he didn't. And she was telling him, hey, this is what I need. This is what I need. 
This is what I need. This is what I need. This is what I need. And he'd be like, okay, but here goes this nice house. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, yep. (laughs) You know, and to me, I, you know, I don't think she, you know, I, the Ghana was spiked. I'm not going to hold you. I think the Ghana was, was, was being oh, yeah, you don't just move no baby to another continent. No, like that was and then you spring it up on them at the like, what is it called, the mediation thing or whatever? Yeah. Like, come yeah, on. that was it was a gotcha. Yeah. It was, it was. I know he's gonna give me full custody. Boom, and then I'm taking the child to Ghana. Like that was that yeah. was trife. And I think Ghana, that's what really got people up in arms. It was. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, if absent of that moment, we yeah. would not all these. Think pieces and stuff about Robin would not have existed without no. that moment. Yeah. Cause I even heard people talk about bro when she like with the, the guy who was showing her the spot and was like mm-hmm. she emotionally cheated. Oh, she emotionally like, cheated. Did we not see Harper and Jordan for 15, 20 years? <laughs> and literally was about to smash this woman in this new series too? Like after they have been going hanging out, hanging out late hours, yeah, and like, going to dinner and stuff like that, and yeah, like come on, bro! Like in the yeah. first movie, they just about smashed while they was dating, and then in this, in 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 the holiday, they they getting caught up in the kitchen having late night conversations, mm-hmm. and then in, in the series, they literally are hanging out late, and literally because A Terrence, phone call. yeah, Terrence Howard, if he didn't go to the hospital, they would have smashed. So yeah. like you can and again two wrongs don't make a right, but you can miss me with the emotional cheating because Harper was like Harper was all over. He was never fully committed to Robin. I don't care what y'all say. Right. Um, right. So and 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 the thing is, you could be attracted to somebody like attracted to where like you think they have a great vibe. Yes, they are beautiful. Yes. You want to spend time with them, but she all never, in my opinion, she never crossed any physical, like even in, in my opinion, to where. They never had any conversations about yes. them dating, them having sex. She never expressed her feelings. You know what I'm saying? It never went to that point. It was just like, I like this man. I'm attracted to this man. I go to this man's uh, place because I'm, I'm attracted to him. I like the attention. He went to this restaurant with me. He brought the he brought the heaters over. And like, granted, you know, she could have been like, no, nigga, don't bring the heaters over because, you know. And did that whole thing, but she just wanted the attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing, bro. Like, yeah, they never had like the conversation and things like that. But I think what makes that even like more on Robin's side to me is that her and Harper weren't even in the best of places Mm-mm. when all of this happened. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not an excuse, but when you're already Here's me quoting T.I. again. At odds. <laughs> your partner. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how many times have we seen this play out, whether in real life or especially in television, when you, you know, you and your partner are like, and not just like an argument for the mm-hmm. night, but like really, really got beef with each other, mm-hmm. that you find comfort in someone else of the opposite. Or you start seeing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Tyler Perry would say that 20%. Right. Yep. That's literally what was happening with this man. I don't think yep. this man was her next husband or anything like that. Because as Mm-mm. you see, when she moved to Ghana and when she got divorced, we didn't see that man anymore. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, but I really feel like he was providing something that she wasn't getting from Harper. And it just, it was maximized. He could have been a yeah. trash dude. Just like uh-huh. in the Tyler Perry movie. When <clears throat> old boy left Jill Scott, the wife he got was trash. Mm-hmm. But everything that he wanted, everything that he didn't have in, um, 
I can't remember Jill Scott's character's name, but everything he didn't have in that was maximized, was magnified at this woman because he was so dissatisfied. And I think right. it was the same thing. So again, it doesn't it doesn't make it right. But what I am saying is not uncommon for you to be frustrated with your spouse and wanting more, and then somebody's giving you some of those things, mm-hmm. and then you find yourself emotionally attaching to them. On top right. of the fact that Harper was still very much so in love and willing to risk it all for Joyce. <laughs> And not listening at all to this woman's needs. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, Robin wasn't perfect. Robin did some things that she she could have been more forthright, right? Right. She was inconsistent with some of her job stuff. She Mm -hmm. she never you know fully lived out a plan and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that (laughs) that um, I don't think that leads to divorce. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Or like where they were. Um, Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm before we, I'm gonna close. We gonna wrap up here, but they was in Jamaica. She said, "Let's stay in Jamaica." This nigga, he's a writer. You literally have, you can literally do that anywhere, anywhere. And Jamaica is much closer than Ghana, right? And she said, "Let's just stay in Jamaica for a little bit. Y'all could afford it. It's close to the United States if you needed to go do a book tour or whatever." Yeah, she, it was like a long term thing. She said, "Let's just stay. Let's figure this thing out." And they had the resources. They had the money. They could have, they could have just stayed in Jamaica for like a little bit longer, right? He was like, "Nah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this. I want to stay in Brooklyn. Nah, he I want to get this." He didn't want to leave his comfort, his friends, right. his family, all that. Right. He, that's what it and, was. Yeah, and 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 granted, she she put herself on the back burner, right? And she wasn't open with her feelings and stuff like that. So there are mistakes that she made. Yeah, when she did sure. it at the expense, really. Of trying to make Harper happy and be 100% in support of Harper, even though she neglected her needs. And how many of us have been married before and we diminish our feelings, our emotions, right? Just as a, as a means of trying to, as a way, and it may not be right to try to be fully supportive to our spouses, even though we may kind of, you know, lose something in that, in that moment. Is it right? No. Should we do it? Probably not. But I, I get Robin. I understand what mm-hmm. Robin was trying to do. And again, other than the Ghana thing, I felt like she was she was Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cool. the, the other argument real quick that I saw in Harper's defense, which was but was that if you want a um successful man, you gotta deal with that. Har- Harper was successful, but a lot mm-hmm. of times he was using his success and everything he had going on. You got again, you gotta think about it. Harper's main hustle was writing. Right. We he didn't really get on this tour busy stuff until the the movie and like the end of the like the series. Mm-hmm. To your point, Brian, you can put pen. I, I'm a journalist part time. Yeah, I can put pen to paper anywhere, anywhere. Matter of fact, Blavity hired me as a remote. You know, like mm-hmm. I can literally be anywhere because it doesn't. <clears throat> those stories are going to be sourced anywhere. So, yep. Um. Anyway, like I think they both had issues. If we want to, I don't think there's one true villain. They both were, right. but I think it is leaning heavier in Harper's yep. side to me. Um. Yep. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. So, um, that was lengthy. It was a lot to catch up on. I'm sure there are other things that are happening, um, out there in the world. Glorilla and um Moneybag Yo has a, have a song together <laughs> called "What You Want," and it is oh. it is terrible. Oh. It is terrible. Oh. Shout out to Memphis. I want Glorilla to win so bad because she's from the city. Mm-hmm. But I also just can't get into cadence. 
I just I feel like her veneers are just too big. I think that's what mm. it is. Um, oh, I saw old picture. Remember, I used to always say that Dion Warwick had the first ever veneers. <clears throat> big mouth. Yeah. I saw old picture. Them teeth was bad. Oh, I believe. A couple that. of years later, perfect. Nene Leaks teeth. Nene Leaks, but real book. They didn't know how to shave them down back then. They didn't know how to Plies. shave them down back then. <laughs> Again, but with that being said, let's the next step. This has been our living room. We've been excited to catch up with y'all. Let's get into some black yep. man self care real quick, and then let's scurry to wrap up this episode. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Woosa, woosa, woosa. All right, we're here, at black man's black persons, twenty twenty three. We're oh, here. Yes. I- I am my brother. I am my keeper. sister's keeper. I'm my person's keeper. Ooh, Black person's self care. This for those that are new to the podcast. This is where we talk about what we do to take care of our black owned bodies. Take care of our temples. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The Lord resides inside of us, so we want to make sure we take care of that. So, Josh, what are you planning on doing, or are you currently doing uh, to take care of your black owned stuff? Yeah, so uh, y'all know I work out and stuff, but I am really, um, if I'll be honest with you, transparent, I think I plateaued in my, not my fitness level, but my body transformation. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because of diet and um, at the end of the year, be like, "Ooh, I'm tired. I ain't gonna train today. And so this year, I'm committed to weightlifting at minimum three days a week, no matter how tired I am, uh, want to do four. And then um, really committing to eating a lot, but eating clean. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, um, by March 15th, I want to really see a major transformation in my body. I took a picture on January 1st. Um, so part of my self-care is like exercising discipline and mm-hmm. saying no to things that don't serve me and serve what my goals are. Um, I did really good at home this week. I didn't buy anything out to eat. Um, I've been eating really clean food um, and doing it in a way that still serves me. Like what I found, bro, is that we don't have to give up stuff. Like so like I did for Sunday dinner, for example, I did um, roast. I did green mm-hmm. beans and I did sweet potatoes. But the roast, like I just I did like a a, a homemade dry rub that I had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trimmed off all the fat um, okay. and I slow cooked it. And it was just like lean red meat. Right. So like yeah. a steak. My green beans, I seasoned with um, olive oil, lemon, and herb. So that was like a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then I did sweet potatoes, but instead of like all that sugar, I did um, agave nectar and just some just some cinnamon. Mm-hmm. And I have a vegan butter. And they were like, nat- sweet potatoes are naturally sweet. But all of that kind of gave it the illusion of what we mm-hmm. like. And I, right, so I right. was able to enjoy like soul food and comfort food while it being clean and healthy so that is really what i'm working on is trying to figure out how i you know how i can go on this journey um because i feel like any extreme diets are not they're not sustainable and i don't want to get down that path of like building and bulking and then like go back to what i was doing regularly and then i've kind of messed up that's what people mess up and you know kind of mess up all of my progress so i'm trying to be really disciplined and trying to find ways to enjoy um, this journey that's not always the most pleasurable to go through. So, how about you? Yeah, um, I'm kind of similar. Um, just making better decisions. Am I going to the gym? I've been I've been uh, working out at home. I've okay. been jumping rope and uh, lifting some weights, trying to get a little more active. Okay, I haven't gone to the gym as Almost of yet. 40. You got to get active. Yeah, 
It's true though. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> um, making better decisions uh, as far as meals and things of that nature. Um, I didn't do terribly in New New Orleans, but I did terribly in New Orleans. If that makes any sense? Like you're in New Orleans, like the food I did fine with the food. It's the other stuff that mm. just, just mm. drinks and stuff like that that don't mm. really do 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 your body good. But um, yeah. So I, I do have goals. I just need to do better life overall. Um, this time, not this time last year, but I went through a through a process last year. Lost a bunch of weight, and then I put it back on. So I'm trying to lose the weight again, mm-hmm. uh, and then just be better. Um, summer's right around the corner. Um. And we're going to talk about some other stuff probably later that you said you're going to remind me about. We're going to talk about that another day that I need to get done mm. that uh, that I want to, you know, make yes. sure. I gotta get, and an aesthetic has to be. Yeah. I want to curate an aesthetic. So yeah. I'm getting one of those, too. For 23. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. All right. So do we have a new letter um, to start the year off? I believe we should have one. Let me check to make sure because it's been a while. So I'm sure the mailbox oh, yeah. is just overflowing. I'm sure there's a few in there. Uh, and yeah, we got a letter. All right, let's get into it. Right, let's do it. All right, good people. We are here at the post office box, and Ronnie Jenkins did what he always does, and that's deliver our mail on time. But before we get into this week's letter, we want to let you know that you too can be featured on the Jigsaw podcast by writing in to askthejigsaw at gmail.com. That is ASK, the jigsaw at gmail.com. We'll do a few things. One of them was possibly reading your letter out loud on the show. Two is giving you a pseudonym because we respect your pronouns and your privacy. And then we're going to give you the best non professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Sicily. Tyson's internet. So, Brian, who do we have in terms of pronouns and what do they want? All righty. Um, pronouns. He, him. Mm. Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey. It's almost Black History Month. Uh, so let's, pan, just, let's just do Pan African Prince. And All right. So this is actually a long letter, probably the longest letter we've ever received. Okay. Oh, it is it's really long. So um <laughs> we'll read it. Okay. So, uh, you know, the preachers that read them 13, 20 scriptures before yeah. they preach. And don't be having nothing to say, but hopefully this <laughs> one is good. So let's right, go. This is what we got. All right, let's do it. So it's been a long, but y'all, y'all been here. Thank you for sticking around. Um, hey, guys, uh, cannot wait for you to return because I have some drama going down over the holiday. I have some drama go down over the holidays. It's long, but I wanted to give the full context. It is long. Uh, I'm a 24-year-old black male twin. My family and I gathered at my mom's house. There were easily 45 people in my parents' home on Christmas Day and likely 15 of us staying there due to travel. My, prim- my twin brother bought his- brought his girlfriend home for the holiday. As you know, in black households, there is no sharing a room until you're married. That is mm-hmm. true. That is so, we could have so been sexing. It don't matter. Not in mama house. Right. We can sneak into the other room and have sex, but nope. you would not spend the night in the room with <laughs> other folks. That yep. is just a thing. Um, we, we are fortunate to come from a pretty privileged background. So my twins girlfriend had her own room, but the adjoining bathroom was being remodeled. So she had to use the bathroom in the hallway. This is also the Jack and Jill access 
bathroom my brother and I use. If you can imagine, the bathroom has three entryways. The Jack and Jill situation from me and my twins individual rooms and then a middle door for guests. That makes that that for those. Yep, I can see that. That makes perfect sense. I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had zero problems with access to privacy until the night after Christmas. My brother went out with his fat brothers. Uh, I decided to stay in. So I was about to shower before setting in for the night. I assume my twin's girlfriend thought that he had came back. So she entered the bathroom from his side and I was just getting out of the shower. My God. Bruh. <laughs> my God. She saw all of me oh. just hanging free. My God. <laughs> she immediately apologized. I, I grabbed my towel and told her it was cool. We went our separate ways and that was that. The next morning, I wanted to tell my brother because I did not want any drama over a simple mistake. We have a great relationship, so while he was embarrassed about the situation, he was cool. Later that day, I was walking in the kitchen and heard my twin's girlfriend on the phone, and she was telling someone about the incident, but here is the gag. Okay. She said, and I quote, girl, I think I got the wrong twin. His brother's dick is bigger. (laughs) I was floored. Nothing happened between us, but the legit that legit made me feel uncomfortable considering she is dating and smashing my brother. I don't want to get mixed up in any drama. I tried to avoid her most of the trip after that, but I could not help but feel as though she was looking at me differently. That's because how do I handle this? (laughs) Right, listen. How do I handle this from now on? My brother and I are roommates in New York, uh, where we are in grad school, so I definitely see her often. Do I tell this extra piece of info or do I let it ride? Any help will be appreciated. Appreciate y'all boys. Marcus Garvey. Ooh, that is funny. Um, This is kind of quick. So one, yes, she did. She does look at you differently because she yeah. saw something, especially mm-hmm. if y'all are identical twins. Right. Let's just she say. Know what, she know what it's like. Right. Let's just say both of y'all have similar, like let's say y'all are identical to the T. Mm-hmm. Y'all got similar mm-hmm. peels. You know what I'm saying? You both wear beers. Let's just say it's all the things. So right. she saw you, but she noticed something quite different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it may not have been significantly different. It was just different. different. Right? It was bigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's in girth. Maybe that's in length. Who knows? Right? Genetics play a part in you know that, that thing. So mm-hmm. she definitely looks at you differently, especially yep. if y'all if y'all look alike, bro. I mean, personalities could be a thing too, but in terms mm-hmm. of aesthetics, yep. That's why she said what she said. Um, I can see how you can feel uncomfortable hearing the conversation, but at the same time, you walked in on what was supposed to be a private conversation with a friend mm-hmm. or a family member. We don't know who it was. You didn't say. Right. Um, so on one end, I probably wouldn't tell my brother because at the same right. time, bro, let's just imagine if you you saw somebody you knew in the nude, nine times out of ten, you're going to tell somebody. Yeah, you got it. it's funny. And and, and your reaction would be like, whoa, because I mean, how many times have we said she can get it and really ain't even trying to smash nobody? No, right? No, no. And so no. if your joint was bigger, it could have just been a joke, like, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing, you know, that thing was thinking, right? So <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, but I can also see how that makes you feel uncomfortable because not yeah, only did she yeah. see it, but now she's making these comments about it. 
and all these different kind of things. I will say this. If she has not made a move, you because you said you think she looks at you differently. You just say she was giving you the eyes yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that other kind of stuff. So I think most of this is subconscious. So I would really, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bring that to my brother. No, no, no. I would let it ride. The only way I would bring it to my brother is if once we're back in New York, um, if she starts like moving different, mm-hmm. you know, coming over when she know he ain't there mm-hmm. and sitting up with you, you know, you know, little stuff people do to believe flirtatious, wearing the booty yeah. shorts and be like, if she, you know, if she throwing some hints at you, like, hey, you can get this, then yeah. we need to be thinking yeah. about different conversations. But if she's like yeah. legit navigating life and her relationship in the same ways that she was, then accept the compliment, bro, and and, and move on. That's all I mm-hmm. get. Yeah, and I, I I'm piggyback on that. She, she's looking at you differently because she saw something differently. She didn't see you in that back before, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think she probably was joking. She in in that absolutely. Like I, I think it might have been joking. Like, girl, I messed with the wrong brother, blah blah blah. But if she's in love with your brother, she loves him. She loves mm-hmm. all of him. She's understandable. She have now because she be thinking like, dang, like niggas, like you know, I rather have the bigger joint. But she loves him. She's in love with him. It's it's fine. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't I wouldn't rock the boat. Um, like I said, unless she started moving differently, then I probably would say something. But other than that, like I would just keep that one to yourself. Yeah, personally. And and that's it. Yeah. It's 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 definitely not worth stirring up drama over what could have been a joke and what likely is not going to materialize anything um with you and her. Yeah. So yep. let us know what you decide Mark. to do if you decide to do anything. Um, <laughs> Marcus, that's funny. Thank you for that letter. That, thank you for <laughs> thank the you details. Marcus. What a writer! <laughs> Good what job, writer. Maybe you're maybe you're missing grad school because you wrote us a dissertation. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to add, Brian, with to that before we wrap this up? Man, that's it, man. Good letter. <laughs> you should have swung it out a little bit. Oh no! <laughs> Wave that joint side to side. Uh, <laughs> just wear some gray sweatpants when next time you go over your brother's house. Oh, don't do this, see, bro. We gonna, we gonna get them in trouble. We gonna get them in trouble. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on to a greater conversation. Get some stuff off our chips. Let's do it. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where, for those that are new to the, the episode, new to the show. This is where Josh and I get some things off of our chest, right? I say it all the time. Tomorrow's not promised. Custom out today, right? So, Josh, is there anything you want to get off your chest at this moment? Wow. At this particular moment, no. I'm pretty sure there's something that happened over break that probably Mm -hmm. had me up in arms. I think I talked about the niggas, you know, not believing me earlier. That might have been the one thing, but I don't have much to say right now. So, I'm going to choose Joy. Felicia mm-hmm. Navidad. Yeah. Felicia <laughs> Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was gonna I was gonna choose Joy as well. It's the first episode of the new year. I'm gonna start off on a positive note. I'm not letting these niggas get on my nerves. I listened to uh, Little Duval recently that had a chokehold on us a couple summers ago. Living my best life. S- living my best life. Ain't going back Smile. and forth with you niggas. I'm not going back and forth with you niggas. So I'm a, we gonna woo side. We gonna you know live life. I'm just glad to be back on the mic. Yeah, and, and that's all the all the things. All right. Well, with that being said, understood and accepted. This has been another mm-hmm. episode, the first episode of 2023, and it yep. is a wrap. We want to thank you all as always for joining us on the Jigsaw Podcast. It has <laughs> been an amazing experience. Um, what I will say is that 2023 has, um. It's going to be a great. If you've noticed, our social media has been elevated. We want to thank 
God for the addition of Chris Moore and the consistent work of Jasmine Spencer. Yep. Um, just making sure that we're good and we are reaching and interacting and engaging with you all out of the puzzle pieces. Um, mm-hmm. We love you. We appreciate you for sticking there with us and continue to grow with us. I promise you we're going to have a good year. Y'all know how we do every February. So y'all know we got some real good uh, up our sleeve for Black History Month. And I'm just super excited to continue to share and grow with you. Um, yeah, Brian. Uh, I forgot to give an announcement. Okay. And a celebration. Shouts out to my brother, Josh. Okay. Who is now best friends with Pinky Cole. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the man of God made it to the, to the Sesh Cohort 11. I, I think it's the last one, right? No. You made it in. They had, she's released 12 and 13. Okay. All right. So he made it in. Um, and hopefully when Sesh everything's 11. all said and done, he will be able to give us the details once he's been in the rooms and did his thing. Yeah. So I'm extremely proud of my brother, my business partner. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to say it on the podcast. I've said in on our, in our group chat, uh, I do believe that Josh is made for spaces and opportunities like this. Um, so I believe he's going to go in that room. He's going to shine. If he hasn't already been in there, I don't know what the ADA been and stuff that you had to sign. Had, and I do have to sign. <laughs> Don't, don't get an Illuminati, brother. I'm not. I'm not. I ain't gonna get an Illuminati, but I will say it has not happened yet. Um, uh-huh. and after it happens, then I can talk about it. So yep. I'll just say this. So yep. when I talk about it, know that it it happened. <laughs> right. So I definitely want to say I am proud of you, Josh. I, I'm Thank glad you, to be uh, your your partner and your brother. Um, multiple times over. Uh, back to the thing at hand uh, again thank you all listeners for everything you do continue to follow us um we will be great without you but we're even better with you we appreciate every puzzle piece um continue to uh follow us on all the social media platforms follow josh and i am josh rogers i at me at i am brian hair the jigsaw podcast uh subscribe on every platform that we have the ability to subscribe on can we do a favor and um jasmine and chris let us know that we want some newer comments some newer ratings so if you're new to the podcast yeah. go out there and rate us rate us five please. stars and nothing at all it don't take that much time it don't just go on there and just you already listening to it just go in there and click the five stars right leave a comment let us know how great we are because we know we're great y'all listen to us we our followers are, are crazy so go out there just let us know um that you're listening let apple and spotify and all the other places let us know that you are listening uh, we do appreciate everything that you do 2023 is going to be an amazing year. Look out for the things we have in store for you. Be engaged, be motivated, be um, all that you can be in the in the Lord's army. <laughs> Brian, you got a prophetic word you want to give up for 2023? A prophetic word? Mm-hmm. Um, tap in. Tap in? <laughs> what is he saying? prophetic word for what is this year. What's the theme of this year? The theme for this year is value okay right i thought you was gonna give um, me something that rhymed oh, <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know i probably had something that rhymed but i can't think of anything right now because okay. uh, it is extremely late <laughs> um but there's a difference between cost price and value Ooh, right? okay understand the difference between the three of them uh your value is your value i don't care what the price may be that the price is not the same thing as the cost thing that it took to get what it took the, the thing to be made, right? The, the price is not the thing that it, that it took to make it, right? I so got whatever it. the price is, is different than the cost. But value is the most important thing. Value is subjective. And the most valuable thing you can think of is how valuable you value yourself. I've been drinking, so that might not have came out right. But understand your value. Understand your worth. Don't settle for anything less. Uh, God created you. God made you. 
Um, he died for you, you know, all the great things. If you don't know Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins, Ooh. start out this new year fresh. You can accept get Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Um, you know, he died for you. He loves you. He thinks you're worth dying for all those great things. And I gave you all kinds of things in a, in a, in, in that. So, um, Joshua. Well, with, with all that being said, <laughs> I God. All I'm going to end it with is that don't get caught with your work undone. <laughs> know your value, honey. <laughs> don't be a basic bitch in 2023. <laughs> I bless y'all. Have a good night, niggas. <laughs> Look, love y'all.